That was Snatched from a mega-talented group, Garbage. And it actually features one of our previous guests, Maya Marie, as well as recording artist Zach Poor and Ryland. We're going to talk to them about the creation of this song that was done during COVID of 2020. Uh, and so I wanted to deep dive with them, learn a little bit about these three separate solo artists and about the collaboration that they did. Um, and it's been great. So I want to welcome you back. My name is James Rodriguez Horton, and this is the Original Doll Podcast, where I unpackage music with the people who created it. It's also a charitable podcast. We give back. So for every question these guests answer, we get items donated to charity. And for the first 24 hours, for every listen we get on Apple Podcast, we also get items donated to charity. We've been able to help out women at domestic abuse shelters. We've been able to help out homeless LGBT plus teens. Um, and if you've seen some of our posts from before, we had a bunch of photos with all of the donations that we received from the donors for Maya Marie's previous episodes. So I want to give a shout out to Maya Marie, who herself has been able to help us get almost 10,000 items for the homeless LGBT plus teens. We've been able to give them hygiene products, food items, new socks, all sorts of things to help them during this time. So special shout out to Maya Marie um, and for our future guests. Thank you all so much for helping out. Uh, for the returners, welcome back. We hope you've been enjoying a lot of these episodes. And thank you kindly to the universal, the global listeners. Uh, we've been able to chart in almost 40 different countries on Apple Podcast Charts. So thank you so much. Shout out to my patrons. We have Tyler, Rochelle, Tommy, Luke, Rami, Kelly, Tina, Casey. So many people. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, and for those who want to help support the podcast you can do so at patreon.com slash the original doll and for as little as a dollar a month you're keeping this podcast up and running and we have different levels where you can help out charity so be sure to do that you get some exclusive content but without further ado i want to talk to these this trio of amazing artists we talk about all this and i give you snippets of some of their songs and their recommendations so once again my name is James Rodriguez Horton, and this is the Original Doll Podcast. Oh, and people have been asking, 
The song that you hear is called Iconography, uh, written by myself uh, and with vocals by our guest, Maya Marie. So thank you all so much. We are, in fact, going to be releasing it on vinyl for charity. More information to come. And don't forget, in December, we are going to have Maya Marie is going to be doing an intimate performance of some of her songs maybe this song, uh, in Chicago, all for charity. So be sure to follow Maya Marie on Instagram. You can go to her website. You can go to the Original Dolls podcast Instagram, which is the.original.doll, for more information. Okay, I'll stop talking. This is the Original Doll podcast. <laughs> the Original Doll. All right. Fun stuff. All right. Well, I want to welcome the three of you to the original doll. So thank you so much, Zach, Rylan, Maya, for being here um, and talking about your artistic endeavors and all the, the the stuff that you do, because each of you are, I'll say, like individual artists who create so many things amongst other people, that you're very collaborative people in everything that I know. And I think that's badass that you're not like, I'm only working with this one person or never working again or just doing it solo that I think a lot of the younger artists that we have that listen to this always get excited when they hear during these processes that so many people play a part, but it really takes a village that as you know, that to get this mixed, you have the mixer, vocal producer, you have the engineer. Sometimes you could be the same person, but there's so many different things. So today I wanna to talk about of the many things uh, your song Snatched, okay? Snatched is fucking badass hashtag summer camp bop for life. This was the song I didn't know I needed that I'm like overdosing on. And I say that in the <laughs> best way possible. And like I said, I don't have the mixed version of it. So if there's the we mixed version- if, <laughs> We don't either. Well, I was going to say- <laughs> You're like, oh, just change, rename it to mixed. Like that's it. That'll be the new thing, mixed.wave. So yeah, so tell me about how, first of all, how the song came to be, and then individually, how you all kind of met each other, because I don't know who met whom first sort of thing. So whoever wants to take the lead on that. How did you all, this fun group, meet, start? Ryland, do you want to answer? Because you, you want to answer? Sure. Can you hear me, or is it absolutely crazy? Right? We can I can hear you. you. Okay, great. Um, actually, so I, um, when I first moved here, was pretty much strictly like an artist. I was 19 and I was just kind of trying to work with anybody that I could. And over the years, I worked with different songwriters and I worked with Zach and then I worked with Maya after that. And, um, oh God, last year during the pandemic, I was like, well, I had a management that set me up with a session in Vegas. Ironic, I'm here right now. Um, and I was like, can both of you come? when you know the world is shut down and us do things and we were like I mean I guess sure so we all kind of showed up and that's actually how Maya's song Sugar Daddy um, <laughs> came to be we did it in like uh, uh. the last 20 minutes of day two um and after we did that we were like I mean we we love pop music like that's what we do so it's like making something that's camp and fun and but also like an earworm that people still want to listen to. I feel like it's almost a lost art. And so we kind of all came together and we're like, I mean, we've done this for years. Like, let's just make music ourselves because we enjoy working with each other. And 
we're funny. <laughs> and what we well, do is, and, is pretty fun and, to listen to. And well, Rylan produced it as well. Rylan produced Snatch. See, that, and the thing I like what you just brought up is in, in both songs, in Sugar Daddy and Snatch, is that you're unabashedly pop, that you're not trying to hide from that. And I think a lot of people are like, I'm trying to be too cool to not be pop. And it works sometimes, it doesn't work. I, I feel like I can easily put those songs, which they're not officially released yet, but I could easily put those on with like a Carly Rae or Charlie XCX kind of song where it's, but it's also smart. It's, it's, it's well aware of the camp that it is. Do you know what I mean? For sure. So, so then, so Sugar Daddy comes around. Did you all just laughing your ass off going, what the f- did we just do? <laughs> Zach is like, Zach. Yes. I think Sugar Daddy is the result of, it was the result, first of all, of being in the industry for so many years and, and having these, you spoke about things being too cool, or maybe there, for us, there were so many rules, right? We were in with a different person every day, or we had different management, or we were constantly just trying to navigate this industry, and the rules were constantly changing. And I think for us, there was still the mix of that and then also what a difficult year last year was and we were there kind of taking this risk in the middle of the year I mean we were like the most crazy about COVID tests and everything even going to Vegas but we went there in this very small circle and it was like this release and I think for us it felt like a release during COVID but it was also this release of so many years all of us have had this kind of really interesting roller coaster ride in the pop industry and i think it was us just being like fuck it like we really want to write something fun and we want to laugh and we want to have a good time and we don't want to think about all of the things all the rules that were placed on us along the way and um i think i was just leaving a publishing deal after so many years rylan was just moving into a new team situation maya was also navigating into a new publishing situation and all of us just really felt free and i think for us it was just a good time and sugar daddy we just like ryan said we're all trying to have a fun time yeah and we were like the producers were totally down we were almost like apologizing like is it okay if we're doing a fun <laughs> we were shocked you know, yeah. we, were, we were shocked <laughs> i mean we've been in we the room shocked. i mean like producers in terms of music are usually like straight white men and that's not usually where pop thrives unless you're swedish um but unless you're max martin yeah exactly yeah we're but, correct no, we were we were just like goofing around and they were like, we love this. We're doing this now. And we were like, great. <laughs> yeah, and, like, that, okay. and that was the audibles, correct? Yeah. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah. And yeah, so this really is, cool. well, and I think what's interesting is this is one of those times where you have three distinct voices and styles and yet they go together and the audibles, it was not a group that you'd worked with for years and years that like all of you during the pandemic, there's no, there was no rule book. You didn't know if you get close enough and somebody could die. You know what I mean? So here you are, the the trio plus of you all that is creating this on song that it just makes me smile. And I think it's going to make a lot of people smile because it's just, it's what we needed. And it was such a dark time that there's always a place for dark music but it's kind of awesome that Sugar Daddy came out of this time where it's just like, it, you know, it would, could have been easily about toilet paper rolls. Do you know what I mean? Like it could have been about any, you're like, that was the B-side. Um, yeah. But- <laughs> would have had a lot of toilet paper rolls that we needed as sugar babies. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, so Maya, how is that like working with, with the, cause this was, you had just met Zach then during this time as well. Is that no, that- no, I'd known oh. I'd known both of them individually. Uh yeah. 
So that's why it was kind of cool for us to all be there. I'd known them both individually, loved working with each of them individually. And then Ryland kind of brought us all together. Um, so, you know, I think that was an awesome, awesome idea. And then we kind of wanted to expand on that. We were like, wait, that was fun. Let's like do another fun song. And that's how Snatched was uh, born. And so with Snatched, what I think is fantastic is I could not tell that it was the same collective group that did both. But when you really? listen to the lip, yeah, and when, because, and I, I told you, Maya, when I first heard, I said, it reminds me of, and this, this is one of those things. It's like, I don't, I hate saying it reminds me of, but that's like where my ear went, like the Pet Shop Boys. Like it gave me this, like, oh, okay. So as long as I'm getting like a, yeah, like, because sometimes people. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, Definitely. I mean, that's just that, like, that's unapologetically, like, verbatim camp pop so yeah i'm into it yeah yeah and so how did you did you approach one song differently than the next song and at what point do you decide who's going to do the singing who's not going to do the singing because that's something that we really don't talk about here because a lot of the songwriters that i've interviewed that are these people they're just like i was specifically hired solely as a songwriter they're like don't open your mouth like just right you know what i mean some it's some in that extreme case from this album onward um wow. but how how do you decide ultimately like who's going to if it's going to be a duet if it's going to be a trio if it's going to be a solo for you know men women non-binary who how do you decide that or did you decide these i should say yeah, I mean, I think with Snatched in particular, it, it got back to being just us three and we weren't, you know, Audibles are based in Vegas. And so when you introduce somebody into um, a scenario of songwriting, often they're going to bring something else to it. And I think there was a polish and like a finesse that came there with all five of us in the room. But then when we got back together and we were just in L.A., just really trying truly just to write songs that we wanted to have a fun time writing. I think just being in the room and then Ryland taking the helm and producing, I think that's why you get some more of that kind of raw and even more unapologetic pop, like this really cool and almost alt pop in a way. And so him kind of being in control of the production brought this really cool raw element. I think that really makes sense when you think of like vintage Kylie or you think of, um, you know, even down to the mixes and stuff. We talk about this in the room all the time. We're like, you know, you made the joke earlier about just put mix into it. It'll become the mix. That's actually kind of what we've talked about with this project. I mean, Sugar Daddy is beautifully polished and we're such big fans of the audibles and also Josh Conley, who did the vocal production and engineering. But with this, it was just us kind of being like, let's have fun. We've been doing pop for so long and we've been doing polished, whatever top 40 wanted from us at the time. And it was really us just having fun. And, and these guys are such quick singers. Like Maya got behind the mic, Ryan Ryland jumped on and started doing doubles, started doing his pass. It's just so quick. And I think we've been in the industry for such a long time. We do start to overthink and it's really nice to have each other in the room where we're like, nope, this is fine the way it is. That's funny. That line is funny. We all laughed. Let's keep it. Let's not overthink it. And I think when it comes to the singing, I mean, these guys are such awesome singers, but naturally we kind of can feel it in the room who it's for and whose voice is going to lend. Um, and for me and Ryland, we're always like, Maya, sing. <laughs> <Just 'cause laughs> we're, we're such fans of her voice. Um, but yeah, you can, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's any like exact chemistry to who jumps behind the mic, but you can usually feel it. And we know each other's personality so well now that you kind of know, like, get up there. This feels like your vibe. So how do you all approach, because all three of you, 
different artistic contractual endeavors now, new publishing, new, you know what I mean? Like, how do you handle being an artist now, even producer, songwriter, vocalist, anything now, post-pandemic that you didn't do pre-pandemic or with an old publishing or the old way of doing things? For each of you, how did it change and how did you, how do you veer to what the future is? I don't, I don't know what I'm doing ever. <laughs> fair, <laughs> but even, fair. Even Love more it. so now, I'm literally like, I don't know. That's where I'm at currently. I'm fine. It's like there are no rules and there's no right way to do it I mean look at it 20 years ago it was very much like you got to go down this road you got to be this person you got to get signed you got to have these people write the song you got to release it you have to have the marketing team now it's like things take off so randomly and it's always the weird things that you think would not take off that blow up a career so that's kind of why we were like let's just do something ridiculous because there i feel like there's a lot of ridiculous things out there that aren't as fun as this so it was kind of like let's just get back to it i mean especially being cooped up for so long it's like my version of like being an artist was very much like oh i will do a show and i will try to get these people to come to the show to see me so that they might want to do something with me in the future and all of that and that's not how we function now like people need to come to a show because they want to see you so it's very much like you need to just kind of put out what you're proud of and, and put as much can into it you know yeah i think a lot of what's changed for all of us and we've been lucky to have each other in each other's lives during this time because stuff navigating this industry is hard but navigating the new industry is is new it's new to everyone and i think what you're seeing from artists and songwriters and multifaceted artists is you're seeing a direct kind of rebellion and reaction to the streaming world and to um to labels owning so much of not only the money that comes from streaming but really the power of decision which is what is going to happen with this record who's going to get on this record and not you know, not to say that the gatekeepers and stuff don't exist because they very much do, but you're seeing this kind of, I mean, so many, I'm on the board of a, of a songwriting, uh, uh, advocacy group called the hundred percenters. And we talk a lot with, you know, Ivers Academy and we talk with, um, uh, sung and all of these other groups that are that are fighting for songwriters but i think even in that they're fighting for artists and they're fighting for producers and they're fighting for writers and all this stuff to really have ownership over their music and i think us just starting to be able to own our records and own our art is so 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 important and during this time we've been able to you know me and maya were going back and forth with her contract and and just really on the phone every day when she was moving through her last situation and she was there to console me when i was like in and out for 13 months fighting to get out of mine and rylan's always been so thoughtful and helpful and asked great questions we've been we've been in the industry a little bit longer and we're older than rylan so we've been able to you know mentor a little bit as we've gotten to the room and um answer thoughtful questions and try to help him avoid some of the pitfalls that we made growing up in the industry that we didn't know were going to be pitfalls at the time, but luckily we learned from. So I think us coming together and, you know, Rylan having the vision of bringing us all together when we had worked together separately, it's just been really nice to find like-minded people that want to be part of a new industry and not really spend too much time trying to fix the old one or 
blend into it or fit into it. Um, we really want to kind of, we want to shift and we want to create the art that we love to create, you know, for the first time in our careers, really. Taking a quick moment to thank you all for listening. Don't worry, we have more with uh, Ryland, Zach, and Maya in a second. But don't forget, when you hear songs like this, stream it, purchase it, download it. It's available on Apple Music. It's available on Spotify. Um, reach out to them, interact, share it, add it to playlist. So oftentimes I get many people asking, how can we support them? Somebody may say, you know, I don't have, you know, a lot of money to buy a bunch of the songs or whatever for anyone. I always say, just share it. Do a tweet, do a social media screenshot with that song and tag your friends in it. I just think it's a fun song. I think it's something that we all need. Um, and it's interesting for you all to finally hear this. Like I said, the song was created, you know, what feels like at this point, like a year and a half ago. So, and we've been holding on to this episode for a bit. So <laughs> glad to finally get this out. Don't forget, follow me on Instagram, the.original.doll. Once again, this is James Rodriguez Horton, and this is the Original Doll Podcast, where I unpackage music with the people who created it. So, back to the show. So then, if the listeners had to, like, you wanted to give them one recommendation of each of your own songs to be like, hey, you know what, that's a good hors d'oeuvre taste test. That's a good, you know what I mean? Because I always tell people, I'm like, because I hate saying, go listen to this album. or go Like, for me, what do you think would be a good starting point for somebody who's new? And this is the part I love, people that are like, I never like I never heard that Britney song. I'm going into this song called When I Say So that we're talking about. I talked to the songwriter who did Let Me Be in My Only Wish This Year, where he I go, some of these people have never heard of this song. So I said, so let's talk about like basics 100. You know what I mean? Like, what's a good song of each of yours or one that you've written or been a part of that you're like, you know what? Check that one out. Um, well, actually, the first song that the three of us actually wrote together that was released was uh, called Sad. I released it in uh, like April or March. a great collaboration and i really enjoy it the stuff that's coming out um that i'm working on is a little bit more fun and dancey but it's our kind of quirky songwriting humor if you will and it was a good experience so yeah stream sad thanks give us some give yes rylan uh, r-i-l-a-n thank you m-y-a-h <laughs> Um, for me, I would say, um, I would say go listen to 
fucking men, <laughs> which is like just very on brand for me again. Jesus, I'm like stuck in this. Um, That's my favorite song by Maya. That's my favorite Maya song. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Thank you. I'm confused. You're the one who said you want to see me, boo. You're the one who hit me up this afternoon. I'm the one who's not supposed to follow through. describing the most probably right now would be fucking men or magic with Zach and I, we did a song that we put out. It's kind of like a slower and I get so it's funny because not many of my friends like, you know, will listen to my music or at least admit to me. But um, I have so many friends that have been like, that's the one I listen to all the time. It's the, the one with uh, Zach and I. Sober in the same bar, stitching up the same scars. Wish we had a time machine. Cause we keep pressing rewind Trying to make them sparks fly Nothing's really happening I traced every step of our history I tried to climb back to our highest peak But before we fell to reality You were smiling when you looked at me I said, isn't it tragic? How the magic comes and goes I never imagined all the fabric that we wove will come unravel twice as fast as the time it took to sew. Isn't it tragic how the magic comes and goes when well, at least we had it? At least we had the magic. At least we had it. At least we had the magic. So those are probably the two that I would say maybe well round out my personality. Um, I would say as an artist, I think a good introduction is a song called Mulholland at Midnight. Of human peppermint, still smell you even with the windows down. High beams and halogen. Still see you even when the stars are now. If we turn, yeah, it turns back time. If we let it, it's rewinding back again. If we admire, there's a memory watching the bed like a movie seen through the canyon. 
It's really my sweet spot, I think, as an artist and where I kind of like to sing is in that space. Um, and then I think as a writer, I did a really beautiful song with Tori Kelly a couple of years back called Hollow. And I feel like that's really just kind of growing up. It's really like a hodgepodge of, of the way all my influences kind of all in one song. And I co-wrote that with one of my best friends, Haley Warner. She's just this incredible writer when we were in Sydney, um, Australia. And it was just, we were both in this place and it really reflects that. And um, by the time it made its way to Tori, she helped us finish it and bring it to life. And I would definitely say that that song as a writer is kind of like really where I love to live. Um, it's a little bit more adult contemporary and then i'm just so stoked for people to hear what we all do together i think snatched and sugar daddy you know working with these two uh fellow creatives it, it brings out a side of my writing that i was always scared to do on my own um and they really i think because they live a little bit more boldly and um honestly it's really brought me <clears throat> excuse me out of my shell a lot as a writer and i think as an artist so i'm really excited for people to hear that side of of my writing thanks to these guys i want to thank you all so much for being here on the original doll and i i will be updating the episode when i find out release dates and everything so be sure to let me know and i'm excited for both just because like i said i've heard both of them from i don't want to say like from fresh off the mic but whenever you all finish and it's so fucking good so it can only get better you know what i mean like it can so for me it's like if i already enjoy it here whatever mixed whatever happens it's just gonna go up from there so thank you all for creating art and making art that's in, in music that's fun again that makes me excited again and that i don't get tired of so thank you three so much for that and for joining me today on the original doll thank you thank you so much yeah thank you so much for having us thank you thanks for Thanks for what you're doing, James. As you can tell, this episode, much like many of the other episodes, was filmed some time ago. So make sure you get the song Snatched by Garbage out today. Make sure you purchase it, you download it, stream it. Um, don't take it from their website and put it on your own website. That is not nice. It's not a good way to keep these people uh, going with their, their artistic endeavors. So once again, that's Snatched Garbage. We talked about Sugar Daddy. 
uh, with the Audibles of Maya Marie. We talked about Sad with Rylan. I love the song Bitter. Great song too. Check that out. Fucking Men, Maya Marie. Then we also have Magic, which is a great song with Zach Poor and Maya Marie. Uh, Mulholland at Midnight with Zach Poor is really great. And Hollow Tori Kelly. As with every other episode, those who are subscribers to the podcast will receive a link on how to purchase these, how to download these, uh, and how to support the artists. So don't forget, follow me, the.original.doll, on Instagram, and go ahead, subscribe to the podcast, and tell other people about it. And if you have songwriters and producers you want me to talk to, go ahead, set up that meeting. So I am James Rodriguez Horton, this is The Original Doll, and I will see you on the flip side. Mm-hmm.